to keep me safe. I 
toes I asked heaven for someone Wonderful as you And every prayer and a wish came true I dreamed of you Before I knew your name I dreamed of you Before I knew your name a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible in Living Sound. Careful, Your Majesty, our enemy sentry may hear us. Uh, What do I care? Tomorrow I die anyway. Tomorrow you die? That's what she said. Huh? Oh, you mean that witch? <laughs> oh, well, you, you certainly don't believe her, Your Majesty. Why, why she is nothing. Aye, tomorrow I die, Abner. Tomorrow Satan will exercise his power of death. 
power I permitted him over me through my obedience to his will instead of the will of God. Maybe she was wrong. And no, wrong. no, she was right. I forsook God. I sinned. Tomorrow I pay the penalty of sin and disobedience. Tomorrow there comes an end to a life that could have been filled with great success. But... All is not yet lost. For me it is. It was lost the day I let wrong conquer right within my heart. But we have a battle to fight, Your Majesty. The men are ready and waiting, waiting for your command to march into the fray. For their sake, cheer up. Yes, for their sake, I must cheer up. Yes, for the sake of my men, I must put on a false front. Something I am good at, for I have had much experience. Yes, much experience at many false things. I have lived falsehoods, believed lies, told lies, believed evil of everyone, done evil, been greedy of power, said many things. Your Majesty, the men await your command to march. All right, Abner, all right. Men of Israel, today we face a mighty force of Philistine soldiers. Equip yourselves like men. Men of Israel, men of God, show them by your conduct, by your valor and fierce fighting that, that Israel is a nation of the living God. Of Be brave, be valiant, and... All right, General. Give the word. Forward to the battle. Yes, Your Majesty. The battle rages. Saul's army is losing. Israelite men are falling everywhere, mortally wounded, dying. How are we doing, General? We are losing, Your Majesty. Are you keeping something from me? Uh, your, your Majesty... It grieves me to have to tell you, but well, news just reached me that your son Jonathan, leading the left flank... He was killed? Yes, Your Majesty. He died gloriously, bravely. My son Jonathan dead because I... because of me. Uh, now, about my other two sons, Abinadab and Melchizedek. Uh, they died too, sir. Gloriously, bravely. Oh, no... Now it is my turn. Your Majesty, shall I go to the left flank and take command of Prince Jonathan's regiment? Yes, yes, do, General. By all means, do. Long live the king. How foolish I have been. Would that I could live over all the... But I can't. It's too late for that. Armor better. Yes, Your Majesty. Come close to my side. We ride into the thick of the battle. <gasps> your Majesty. Oh, oh. I've been hit. Run through by an arrow. Oh. Pull it out. No, no, Majesty. I, I can't. You, you would bleed to death. Then draw your sword and run me through. Put me out of my misery. Kill my king? No, no, your majesty. That is a command. Run me through, lest the uncircumcised Philistines come and torture and abuse me. No, your majesty. You refuse to obey me? In this instance, yes, your majesty. I cannot kill my uh, king. Then I shall kill myself. <laughs> like this, your majesty. Oh, you, you fell on your sword. Oh, 
he is dead. I will be blamed. I'll kill myself in honor. Like my king, I shall fall upon my own sword. The battle ended. Saul died, and his three sons with him, and all his men that same day together. And it came to pass on the morrow in the camp of the Philistines that their king said unto the captains, Men of Philistia, you fought a good battle. The Israelites are defeated. They have fled their cities, and we are the victors. Do the prizes of war. So take your men and get you to the scene of the battle, and look what there is of value, and take it and bring it to me. Yes, look at this. A jeweled bracelet. It must have belonged to his wife, a sweetheart. Well, it belongs to me now. <laughs> Sergeant, come here a minute. This is the real booty of war. Will my king be surprised when I bring him this? You called, sir? Yeah, but you see this dead soldier? Do you know who he is? He's an awfully tall and big man, whoever he is. Is, is he King Saul? Uh, he is King Saul. Uh, oh, I mean, uh, he was King Saul. Right now, uh, he becomes the means whereby I can gain the favor of our king. Here, here, help me put him on my horse. I shall take him and present him to the king. <laughs> so he killed himself, fell upon his own sword. Fit ending for such a cruel and selfish king as he was. Captain, cut off his head. Yes, Your Majesty. And strip the armor off his body. By the way, Captain, weren't there any bracelets or other valuable jewels on him? Uh, Wasn't there a crown on his head? Oh, no, Your Majesty. I brought him to you just as I found him. Well, someone must have gotten to him before you did and has stolen them. Obviously, Your Majesty. Captain, I'm going to give you the honor of properly disposing of King Saul's head, body, and armor. Oh, thank you, Your Majesty. The head, I... I want you to send it on a platter to all parts of Philistia to display and thus publish our victory over Israel. It shall be done, Your Majesty, with much pomp and ceremony. Ah, that is exactly what I want. And the body, fasten it to the wall of Bethshan for all to see and spit upon. <clears throat> yes, Your Majesty. Give the armor to the priests for display in the shrine of our god, Astroth. It's with honor and pleasure that I carry out my king's wishes. I should very much like to see the faces of some of the Israelites uh, when they witness the inglorious end of their evil king. <laughs> Continue the Bible story tomorrow, and if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible and Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
What's the matter with you? I'm so sleepy. Well, you look like you're about to doze off right here in the library. What time did you go to bed last night? I don't know, but it was really dark outside. <sighs> Sam! What? What? This is serious. You're not getting enough sleep. I agree. So if you will excuse me... No, not here in the library. You need to get more sleep at home. I can't go home. I'm in school. You need to get more sleep at home at night. How? I'm not sleepy at night. Only during the day. At school. In the library. What did you eat for supper last night? I'm sleepy, not hungry. When you eat a big meal in the evening, your stomach has to work hard to digest all the food. And that can keep you awake. And what did you do right before you went to bed? I watched television. Aha! Shh! Sorry. Sam, when you watch those action shows you like so much, your mind gets all excited and your body gets all tense. That can keep you from going to sleep, too. So what should I do? Eat a smaller meal in the evening and don't watch television for at least an hour before going to bed. You might want to drink a nice cup of herbal tea, too. Herbal tea? Do I look like someone who drinks herbal tea? All right, all right. A nice cup of warm water and honey, then. Something to calm you down. Okay. Light meal. No action shows. Water and... <sighs> Sam! Sam! You're embarrassing me! God has given us everything we need to be healthy inside and out. During Creation Week, He established a health plan for every creature on Earth. To learn more about healthy living and about the God who created us all, go to kidsbibleinfo.com. That's kidsbibleinfo.com. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story is Be Like Jesus. Oh, this is fun, Jeff exclaimed as Uncle Tom drove the Jeep up the winding mountain road. Jeff and Carol and Mother and Daddy had been invited to spend a week at Uncle Tom's logging camp. The children had never been there before. They were amazed at the sight of so many tall trees and so many pieces of machinery. What is that? Carol pointed to a huge machine near where Uncle Tom parked the Jeep beside a supply tent. That is a loader, Uncle Tom explained. It loads the big logs onto the truck so that we can haul them to the sawmill where they are cut into lumber. Want to go over and look at it? Oh, yes. And the children raced away. Mother followed the children. As they came near the loader, a brown bird with a red breast flew up and away. A robin, Mother said. There must be a nest nearby. The children looked for the nest. Jeff saw it first, a grassy lump of mud in the folds of a cot that stood against the loader shed. Let's see if there are eggs in it, Carol suggested. Look, but don't touch, Mother warned. Never put your hands in a bird's nest. The mother and father bird don't like that. The children nodded and went slowly forward. There were four pretty blue eggs in the nest. The children looked at them and then moved away so that the mother and father birds wouldn't be too much disturbed. That evening, Uncle Tom told Jeff and Carol that the logging company intended to move the loader to another part of the forest. But the robin's nest, Carol exclaimed. What will become of it? Will you have to take the shed? Uncle Tom looked unhappy. I'm afraid so. Then he patted the children's heads. But don't worry, we will think of something. At worship time, the family sang their song, Be Like Jesus. 
While they were singing, Jeff and Carol thought about the robins and knew that Jesus would want them to help the little birds. In their prayers, they asked him to show them how. The next day, a big rainstorm came and made the creek below the camp flow over its banks. The muddy water raced down the road, leaving big ditches all across it. Uncle Tom grinned as he watched it. Your robins are safe for a while, he told the children. We can't move a loader down that road now. That evening, when Carol and Jeff visited the robin's nest, the eggs were gone. In their place were four tiny heads poking upward for food. For several days, Uncle Tom and the men worked on the road. Then at last, they were ready to move the loader, but the tiny robins weren't ready to fly yet. What will we do, Jeff asked. Can't we build the robins a new nest? Uncle Tom shook his head. No, we aren't birds, so we can't build nests, but we might move one. How? questioned Jeff. And where? Carol wanted to know. Mother had been looking at a big branch the storm had broken from a nearby tree. If this were nearer to the shed, she suggested. It soon will be, said Uncle Tom, grasping the branch. Daddy and Carol and Jeff caught hold, too. Soon the branch stood right up against the shed. Are you going to take the nest from the cot? Carol asked. Uncle Tom shook his head. No, we can get along without that cot for a few days. We'll just move it into the shade of this branch and fix the branch so that the wind won't blow it down. Then we'll move the shed and see what Father and Mother Robin have to say. The Robin parents had been fluttering over the shed. They seemed worried about what was happening, and their cries could be heard throughout the camp. But now, as everyone left, they quieted down. Soon they were feeding their babies as though they had always lived like this. How happy the children felt as they watched. I'm glad we asked Jesus to help us care for the birds, Carol remarked. I am too, Jeff added. Then he started humming one of his favorite songs. Be like Jesus, this my song, in the home and in the throng. Be like Jesus all day long. I would be like Jesus. heard today was first published as part of the Vacation Bible School program in the book God's World by the Review and Herald Publishing Association and the General Conference Sabbath School Department. If you are interested in any other products published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy, foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. So let the children Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Lifetalk Radio at lifetalk.net.